no shame in my name. Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 39 of the No Shame in My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guest. Rosemary Chava. Hi Rosemary, how are you doing? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Welcome to the podcast, first of all. But um, yeah, like, who's Rosemary? Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, so Rosemary Chava is a quality assurance auditor um, working within clinical research and also a CEO of FSS. Sweet. I was going to say, can you share more about FSS? What's the tagline? What, do you, what does FSS do? So FSS um, stands for Financial Support for Students. It's a non-profit organization that has been put together to help source um, non-repayable grants for students who are studying as early as secondary school students to postdoc. We've basically been put together to bring um, awareness to students so that they can find so many other sources of grants whilst they're studying as opposed to taking out loans and short-term sh- um, shark loans as well. So we try to get the information out there for students and then also help help them with the application process so that they're more successful and so that's what we do as an organization that is such an amazing initiative wow because I know I've got some friends who like I guess finances is always a struggle for students so yeah yeah it is it is quite sad but um I have I do have to say I'm actually the current CEO but the founder of FSS is Kunle Oyedeji so I have to obviously give a big shout out to Kunle because if Kunle did not bring up this initiative, I wouldn't be in the position that I am today. So thank you, Kunle. I'm just going to go ahead and ask you the question which I ask um, all my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast and why? Okay, so the name I'm bringing to the podcast today is Oluwatosin, which means God is worthy to be served. And the reason why I've chosen to bring this name to the podcast is because I feel like ever since I realized what my purpose in life was, that was like the beginning of my testimony. And as I'm, I'm going to discuss um, during the podcast today, I've gone through so many trials that has literally just brought forth so much favor in my life. And I truly feel like my life is a demonstration of God being served in my life, mm-hmm. and being worthy to be served in my life. So that's why I'm choosing that name. Amazing. Can you, can you share like, do you know the story behind why you were given that name? I think it's because of the situation that my parents were both in, being in this country and trying to find their feet. And I remember my my dad actually telling me recently that he felt like after I was born, so many good things started to happen for them. Um, and that just made me realize this is the reason why they've given me this name, because they they believe that since I was born, so many good things will begin to happen and God will be worthy. I'm into that. I can kind of relate to the, um, I guess, your parents telling you that story and how, yeah, I guess it's it reflects the circumstances from which they were able to overcome by God's grace. So that's amazing. Going back to the meaning of your name, God is worthy to be served. Can you tell me um, about more about what that meaning has meant for you in your, in your life? So I think uh, if I want to start, it goes as early as like college days. I was, I, I can say I was book smart, but it didn't really reflect in my exams, which I guess a lot of people can actually relate to that. But you obviously want to pursue your education so that you can go into a career. But for some reason, my science grades weren't the best. <laughs> I really enjoyed chemistry, but my exams were just really, really bad. Like I got as low as a grade U 
for my A-level. Um, and then I was told that I shouldn't do any science, um, which was a bit disheartening because I could talk to you about science all day. I was so, so much of a nerd. Um, it was quite sad for someone to tell me that I couldn't do that as my further education. But I told myself, I'm at a cross the road right now. Do I want to go forth and listen to what this person has said? Or do I want to turn things around and defy all the odds? <laughs> Being a 17-year-old, like coming to that decision, I think being the oldest girl meant that I had to decide whether this was going to benefit me or it was going to benefit my family and then decide what that would then mean for my future. And that was quite pressurizing because <laughs> I had sisters that would obviously look up to me because of whatever decision I'll make. And so I actually just said, you know what, God, I'm going to not listen to this guy and I'm going to do your will. I'm going to go and study chemistry. <laughs> I said that not knowing that this was what my life was going to be. And I think from there, I just learned that in my life, in everything and every step that I've taken from there, God has been worthy to be served. And I've literally just sold through life with God. That was my beginning moment. Um, I then obviously went on to do chemistry. I went to Plymouth University, graduated with a 2-1. As much as I loved chemistry, I am super hypersensitive. So I always started reacting with, <laughs> to all the chemicals. So I knew that I couldn't do anything in lab. I had the opportunity to do this um, chemistry competition, competition at uni, which made me then realize that I wanted to do business and science um, and decided to do my master's at UCL which was a big thing for me because it was like coming from U U um, University of Plymouth and then getting an unconditional offer at UCL back in London was a big change. And I'll be doing it in drug discovery and pharma management, which was the science of how drugs are made and then the business of the pharmaceutical industry. So it was like the perfect fit for me. Um, and then literally it was just favor upon favor. And this is when I started to learn the beauty of my name. When I was studying at the University of Plymouth, I became really close with one of my tutors because his wife's name was Rosemary and he just took a liking to me. He wanted to just help me succeed. And it, it showed that there was favor behind my name and there's importance to what names you are given and why and the meaning behind it. Um, and then I went to UCL and our course leader, her name was Rosemary. So we just hit it off straight away. <laughs> and it just made me start, like, I just started to realize that there are, there are things and traits in myself, in my name that I see. And God has opened my eyes to see that there is a reason why you have been called this. Do you understand the kind of favor that you hold by just having your name as Rosemary or having your name as Oluwatosin? Everything mm. has allowed God to be like worthy. Like I, I can't say that there's been times where, oh, my relationship with God has been like smooth sailing. I've, I've had my moments, but I've always come back to say that, you know what, God, because of what you have done and what you've taken me through, there's no way I can't serve you. There's no way that I can't demonstrate your God. I feel like I'm preaching. Whoa. <laughs> Are we in the church right now? Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like I've answered all your questions all in one. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, it's been good to just listen and like just catch things that you're, yeah, catch things that you're addressing about, you know, the importance of names, which yeah. is, I guess, what this pod is about. Yeah. But um, I wanted to ask you, I know I've been seeing on the TL like people are talking about um, using their more English sounding names or as opposed to their traditional names. Growing up, were you known as Rosemary or Oluwatosin? I was known as Rosemary. I don't think I told my friends my Nigerian name till I was in year five. And I think it was like with my best friend because she told us hers. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is what my name is. 
I don't know. Even at home, um, my parents hardly said my Nigerian name. I got it in like like birthday cards, but it, w- it wasn't like a instead of you know someone's calling out to you. Oliwa Tosin, what's even by? No, there was none. There was none of that. It was Rosemary Kamiya. <laughs> Probably when I was finishing like my first degree, I just wanted to know the meaning of my name. Why am I always meeting Rosemary's all the time? Like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like, I feel so special. And everyone knew I was special because of my name. Like, literally everyone knew because of that. Um, God allowed me to be like identified, especially. So I was like, okay, I want to I wanna know the meaning of my name. So I asked my mom, mom, why did you call me Rosemary? And she was like, well, like, don't expect anything fancy. <laughs> um, she's like well you know mary was the mother of jesus and your dad likes rose so we just put rose and mary together i was just like really what honestly there was no substance there weren't no you know this is why i was just like great okay i'm gonna have to find out what the meaning of my name is myself thanks um, <laughs> so i guess that kind of set me on a quest to, okay i want to know the meaning of all my names why was i given each name um and so yeah i started searching what rosemary means and then trying to find out what it spiritually meant for me as well then trying to figure out what Oluwatosin means and literally it just allowed me to reflect and i think because i was coming to the end of my degree and actually understanding that Rosemary you said something when you were 17 that you wanted your life to be a testimony and now you're actually walking in it like aren't you like excited to see what's next and then it made me think about my other names and there's another name that my dad's given me um which is my gala name which I'm not really gonna say because because (laughs) so it just I just started thinking about all my names but I remember when um I finished, obviously I finished uni and I started my master's and I remember like saying to God, like, I don't know who I need to give thanks to. Like, I know I say thanks to my mom and my dad, you know, like, but I don't know. Obviously I, I give you thanks. You, you know, you're worthy to be praised and all that stuff, but who else do I need to give thanks to? And so Pastor Conley has now messaged me. And so I had met Pastor Conley in 2007 before I went to uni. He held a workshop and he basically told us how to get non-repayable grants. And I had got all this information. And then when I started uni, I was able to apply all the information he gave us. Um, and I was able to get money from my university, money from um, a charity, money from a rich couple. And I got this for four years in my first degree and then for my master's. And I never went back to say thank you. I was just catching money, enjoying my life. <laughs> and I forgot that someone had helped me. And so he's now messaged me to say happy birthday. And I was just like, oh my gosh, God, this is the one person that I needed to say thank you. This is the reason why you made me read that scripture all my days. So I'm now here seven years later. Can you imagine? So ungrateful. Like, thank you so much for the information you've given me. Like, it's helped me do this, that, that. Obviously, being the first person to go to university, I didn't have to, like, bother my parents too too tough because I had funding. Like, I actually had free money, which was great. But I don't obviously have to give back. And you can imagine being 23 and having, I think, over five years, I got 50 thousand pounds worth of listen it was a lot of money so I had to say thank you and he was just like God is great you would never guess what Rosemary I'm starting an organization called FSS and we are launching on a so-so date would you like to come and talk and give your testimonial and I was just like wait what and he's just like yeah do you want to come and give your testimonial you'll be speaking in front of people and I was just like wait I've never done this before how am I going to do this I was panicking and then I remembered my my prayer God, like whatever opportunities come this year for me to share my testimony, allow my eyes to open it and see. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. 
And I went, I went with my little sister and she was like my cheerleader that day. And I just spoke and I don't, I can't tell you where the confidence came from. I was shaking. It was so, so scary, but I was able to share my, my story, like not only about the funding, but my story and into chemistry and where I was going there. And then I was just like, do you know what? I want to be a part of this charity. I just said it on the spot and I was just like, yep, yeah, I'm going to be an ambassador. Thank you. I can't do it. I know where the confidence came from. <laughs> but I did it. And then in 2019, he told me that he didn't he wanted to step down as CEO. My heart sunk. I was like, what? Wait, wait. So who am I gonna be talking to and telling all these ideas to you? Like, no, you're missing all my plans. He was just like, Well, you can apply for the role. And I was like, huh? Obviously, once again, here I am at the crossroad of God, what is going on? Once again, you're you're showing me how you want my life to be a testimony, but I'm not ready for all of this. Like I was panicking when he said this. And I remember talking to someone that I take as like my 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 mini dad, like this opportunity has just come to plan. Like it's just arisen out of nowhere. And I really want to go for it, but at the same time, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Like FSS started it for me. Without FSS, I wouldn't have had these engagements. He was just like, Rosemary, I need you to pause. The reason why you're scared is because you're actually walking in purpose and you never saw it, like you just didn't realise. And you want to kind of back out because it's, it's happening too soon, but it's all happening now. It's happening when, as God has said it should. He's like, you better take it. I don't even want to hear anything else. You better not come back to me and tell me you haven't taken that role. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, okay, cool. I applied for it. And Pastor Kone was just like, yep, you are now the CEO of FSS. And I was just like, Wow. Okay, God, you really want me to find my voice and find my feet and just, you know what, to demonstrate your name. Okay, let's let's do this. And so that's why FSS means a lot to me. Like it was it was handed over to me. Um and I thank Pastor Kone for actually trusting me. But I also thank God because so much amazing things has happened. But yeah, so it's it's been a journey. It's been a really, really fun, crazy journey. And I'm really excited to see what else God is gonna do not only just within my career, but with FSS and just still saying my story and helping inspire people. Because there's no other feeling of someone just messaging you to say, I just got 500 pounds, even though the money's not coming to my account. It's just like, oh, God, thank you for not allowing me to like give up because it's just nice to know that people are getting that. I mean, when I was getting these checks, it was a great feeling. And imagine just getting like, sorry, it's free money. Like literally you get £1,600 into your account. Great. And someone else is sending you £500. So it's just like, you can't be greedy with this information. Yeah, it was 2019 because I was moving jobs now. Um, and he was just like, oh, Rosemary, I've just come across this um, grant and it's from the National Lottery. And even though they refused us funding before, I really think that we should apply for it again. And straight away, I just remembered, God, right now I am so, so busy, but you've actually allowed this guy to just come at the right time. And you've reminded me that I said I'm going to reapply. But God, I don't have time. And Pastor Connor was like, don't worry, Rosemary, I'll help you. Just, are you, are you okay for it? Like, Let's believe I got the funding. When I got that funding, like it's on my it's on my Instagram, I screamed, I won the lottery. Everyone turned around. I said, it's for the company. Relax, everybody. <laughs> it's not for me, but I'm so, so happy. I would never forget how happy I was. And Pastor Colley didn't even know I said that in faith, but I said it. And it just made me realize that, you know what? There is power in the tongue. And when you start to realize what your name means and how you can literally use it to like glorify God, he will really, really blow your mind. So, yeah.
can people find about find out more about FSS? Like, where is FSS? Like, I'm a student who, who needs funding. Where do I go to to find out more information? Okay, so the first place I'd say is our website. If you head over to www.fss-uk.com, there you'll find out all the information as to what we do um, and how we can help. You can also follow us on our social media, um, on Instagram at FSS in UK and on also on Twitter at FSS in UK. Um, send us a message and we can book a one-to-one session. You can also book that online if you go onto our service page and you can also send us an email at desk at fss-uk.com. Sweet. Make sure you check that out, listeners. Or if you know someone who will benefit, please send them and direct them to FSS. I wanted to pick up on what you said about like passing on information. I know it was in the context of FSS and like yeah, I guess information where people can find funding. But when it comes to names and like the importance of passing down stories and meanings of our names, how important do you think that is for the next generation to know? Um, I think it's quite important because it sets them on an earlier quest to wanting to find themselves and find their purpose. There's more to life than just, you know, going through primary school, getting an education. You start to build a relationship with God and realise that you are here for a reason and that there's a purpose behind your existence. And I feel like if... I had a conversation with my parents earlier about why they had given me certain names. It would have made me realize that there is something for me to do. It's embedded within us to find a reason behind our existence. So my children will definitely be knowing why they have been named their names so that they can understand that, look, yes, you're here to live. I'm not going to put pressure on anybody to be doing the most at the age of five. No, you're going to enjoy your childhood. But you're going to realise that as I'm calling your name, <laughs> you're working in purpose. <laughs> and so my children are going to realise that, yeah, there is favour behind your name. There's a reason behind your name. That's another name I actually go by. So I go by I am Rosé Favour because I feel like my name has literally brought me so much favor and I've been able to identify it that I don't want to hide behind it so that is my name on Instagram that is my I'm not even plugging myself right now please do not go but that is my name and I, I identify with it because literally my life has been a walking testimony of favor and it's allowed me to see that yeah there is actually beauty behind the names my parents have given me even though that um, explanation my mom gave me was absolute pants she's given me a name that has helped me realize that you know what no rosemary there is beauty behind the way you speak there's a fragrance behind your name that people want to listen to what you have to say and so at the same time you are planting seeds and because of the way you are because i don't know if every everyone knows this but rosemary as a herb can help stimulate remembrance sometimes we just need to sit and think okay with everything that i'm doing right now whether you're working whether you're studying or whether you're just pursuing your your desires of life what exactly do you have to give when they say who you are? Like if they're reading you in the history books, what exactly mm-hmm. is giving back? Like we can be making money and splashing and living our best lives. That is great. But at one point, we all know that we're going to die. When they say your name, what would they say is tied towards it? And when I think about what I want my generation to say when they say Rosemary, I want it to be so diverse that it's just like, where does she have the time? 
or energy to do this. And so it all, all go back to God's because I'm not a robot. But um, I just know that, do you know what? At the end of the day, as long as it all ties down to the glory of God, whoo, that if you knew what Rosemary did when she was like a young girl, how quiet she was to who she is right now. And it has given mm. birth to this and that, like, yeah, that's that's what I want. As opposed to Rosemary, well, actually, it's not going to be me. But I suppose this is what this person did, and they worked, they lived, and they died. No. So then, what do you want to say you've done within your generation, whether it's out loud or it's it's in private? What can you say you've done? No, that's a lot to to take in and reflect and ponder upon. I wanted to ask, like, for maybe younger people listening, how would you advise him or her to? Um, strike up that kind of conversation with their parents about you know their names to answer this question i want everyone to like reflect on 2020 2020 was the year where everyone has had to be at home we were forced to be at home and realize that we don't actually really know our families and we don't spend time with them and we're obviously still going through the covid crisis Social media is going to be there tomorrow, forever and forevermore. Like technology is it's not going anywhere. You'll find out what happens later on on Twitter or something. And just be like, do you know what, mum, dad, like, why did you call me this? They'll probably look at you like, is there something wrong with you? <laughs> is, is there everything going <laughs> right? Correct. But no, like, do you know what? It's a, it's a simple conversation to have. Like, you know, why did you choose to name me? this and just see what they say they might give you a good reason they might not but it will stimulate a conversation that that will then lead to another conversation and then you start to realize things about your generation that you didn't know and then you are actually like I don't know fall back in love with your parents and just be like wow um I actually appreciate you you know just because you know a lot of people had lost their parents their family like a lot of people died to covid last year which was really really sad and it just made us realize that no we actually need to show love to those that we care for now so that is a great conversation starter and then you probably find out how your mum and dad got together and all their love stories and stuff and you know conversations that you don't want to have but at least that's something you can then go and tell your kids <laughs> true no that's so true because i remember like all the times i've asked my parents oh why do you name me this or that and I don't get a sufficient answer sometimes or sometimes I get more than I did the last time I asked but it always does open up that conversation to ask like, oh okay so how did you meet what were you like when you were younger like what were you doing what did you enjoy yeah. <laughs> and it just builds it builds a nice like friendship and morale between your parents and then the next time you need something you know what you can use against them The final question that I want to ask you is if there's anything that you want the world to know about your name or names in general, um, what would it be? That is a deep question. Okay, if there's anything I want the world to know about my name, and I thank my parents for actually naming me Rosemary Oluwatosin Ichaba because it means I'm still growing. I'm a herb. (laughs) So... As much as, yes, I've been able to demonstrate God is worthy to be served in my life and I have testimonies upon testimonies, I am still growing. And so I don't believe in, I feel like, yeah, we all grow up and we want to be perfect, but no one can actually attain perfection but God. So I'm still growing and I'm still going to allow God to be a testimony in my life. Someone might turn around tomorrow and tell me, Rosemary, the definitions you give in your name do not make sense. There are pants, but I'm sorry. (laughs) My name, you haven't walked in my shoes. 
I know you mentioned it before, but do you want to shout out one your socials if you want and your um FSS socials again? Like, can you remind the people then where to? Yeah, where they where they can find out more. Okay, so for FSS, we are on Instagram and on Twitter. So FSS in UK on Instagram and also on Twitter. Um, and our email is desk at fss-uk.com. Um, and if you want to um, send me a message personally on my Instagram, it is underscore I am Rosé. Um, that's R-O-S-E-E, Favour, F-A-V-O-U-R, on Instagram. Um, and I think that is it. I don't want anyone trolling me on Twitter. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods